0: Hey everybody, before we get started on today's episode, I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast these days with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain how it works. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer or or iPad or anything like that. Uh, When hosting an on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. T- to get started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Okay. And now, from the Diamond to the Dugout, it's the Twins Nation Podcast.
2: And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host...
0: here tonight uh this is host joe gunderson i'm joined by uh people this week yay you've got sherry and chris are back how are you guys
2: good how are you
0: very very good after this weekend anyway um we won't we won't dwell on too much on what the what preceded this weekend we know it was an ugly week for our twins um, until this weekend, anyway. When because they, they lost uh, four out of five to the Detroit Tigers, um, you know, an odd five-game series. But and they lost four out of five there, stunk up the joint. Um, but then they came back this weekend, with and took two out of three from. The Toronto Blue Jays, which I don't think anybody expected that to happen, um, with all the pieces that are mi- that were missing, um, the key pieces that were missing from this team, um, for various reasons, that it was. I was quite pleasantly shocked that they they beat up on the Blue Jays this weekend. You guys, hear me.
2: Yep, gotcha. Okay. Um, absolutely. I didn't realize that they lost four out of five to Detroit. That is absolutely sad. Like that's wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was bad, sure. Yeah. It was very, very gross. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's so gross that I don't even know if I want to talk about it today. <laughs> but but oh. I I think Joe, you're forcing our hand in talking about it. So we don't um, have to talk about it long. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to try and find the bright sunny shiny part of the four out of five losses. Um and then I'm gonna move on because we got a big series coming up.
0: We got a big week coming up. Yeah. So
2: the most stressful week of the year until playoffs.
0: Uh, I'm afraid that might be right. Um and uh but uh we can we can talk about this this past weekend. That might cheer us up a little bit. Uh we got like I was saying, we took two out of three from Toronto, uh, a team that a lot of us uh uh think uh are can very much contenders for uh uh playoffs and if not maybe even appearance in the World Series. Um, and, uh, they hadn't been playing well, uh, early in the season, but lately they were really hot. I think they had won eight in a row, uh, before the twins showed up and, uh, twins, um, like they're coming off the series. They lost four out of five and, uh, their, their roster's still depleted with many, many, uh, different things you know, guys injured or with COVID or um, in uh, special circumstances with, Tur- with Toronto, some of them could not travel out of the country because they decided they didn't want to take the uh, COVID vaccination shots. Uh, so they weren't, they were restricted. Uh, there was four guys, but, and they, they are, being reinstated, so they're ready for game the game this week. Um, and uh, just got I was just checking before we started. There's going to be some other roster moves we're gonna we'll, we'll address. But um, the this past weekend, like I was saying, took two out of three, and uh, uh, they got it was largely because they got their hit and shoes on. <laughs> um, they, uh, they scored some decent amount of runs this weekend, um, which is something we thought they would, I think we thought they would be doing all season is, uh, their strength would be their offense. And, uh, not that it's been terrible, but it, it's been, I think for me, offense hasn't been as good as I had hoped. I don't know about you guys, um.
1: It's what I impressive. what I was impressed what I was impressed with Friday night um, yeah. was was Kyle Garlic um, mm-hmm. and and Jose Miranda hitting two homers each. Yeah. Um, Garlic, of course, that that first homer um, in the first inning scoring Polanco, uh, and and then you know Miranda scores in the second, Garlic in the third. Uh, Miranda in the sixth. Yep. Um, just that that firepower, and and I, I was impressed with that, especially that first homer by Garlic.
0: Yeah, that, that was nice to see those those two guys be able to contribute. Because um, especially Miranda, with the way he started, he's you know he's been struggling pretty bad. Um, so for him to have a game where he was able to hit two homers, that was very, very nice to see. And it was nice to see that, that they jumped on the Blue Jays starter right away in that game. Um, it's not always something they're good at is um, scoring early. So it was nice to see them set the tone early that, that night. Um, and Saturday – we won't dwell on it too much because that was the the game they lost quite handily. Our our old friend uh turning into our nemesis, Jose Barrios, pretty much after the first inning dominated. Um Like, yeah, you know, I thought maybe we might get to him and maybe knock him out early that first inning, though, because. We got a couple of runs off of him on a Polanco home run, but that was about it. He, he got his stuff together after that. Um, and then the Blue Jays, they took, I believe that was, was that Dylan Bundy? Next? Yeah, that was Bundy. Bundy and was bad
1: again. Yeah, he went two and a third, gave up eight hits, uh, only struck out two batters. I just, yeah. Uh, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it, a very disappointing performance by Bundy.
0: Yeah, no, it was. And uh, I'm wondering how much more he might be around. um,
2: Dylan Bundy seems to not be catching on the way Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, and Bailey over. Now, granted, there is some injury with Bailey Ober um with his groin and Joe Ryan was sick, but mm-hmm. unfortunately Bundy just doesn't seem to be fitting what we need here.
0: You know, he started off so well, but I think whatever voodoo or whatever he had going on there it might it's gone, I think he it uh and it you know, I think so I'm not sure how long he might be on this team or or not we'll see I guess maybe he'll either I wouldn't be surprised if he he's either released or uh, uh, maybe put into a bullpen role at some I was
2: gonna say there's we always I mean with the bullpen (laughs) the way that it is and even though I haven't seen any games for a little over a week because I was sick the entire intent of building up pitching is so that we have a a lot of depth to go into these next few games like the Yankees um, and so I wouldn't want to get rid of him I think in a one or two inning situation he might be okay um, Maybe. I, you know it's hard to say I would like to see him get a chance doing some Mm-hmm. Short relief before letting him go.
0: Yeah. And they may, that might be the direction they go. Um, the other the concern I have with that only is that I don't know how much experience he has as a reliever. And because uh, it's different. And then also their fifth starter, or I don't know what number Chris Archer is in the rotation really, but he, his numbers don't look that bad. But man, he, he, The biggest concern I have with him is he piles up so many pitches in a short amount of time. You know, yeah. he he's, he's good, except that he takes like 20 pitches every inning he's out there to get out of anything, to get in and out of innings. And that's too many, which is why he never goes, he's gone, what, five innings once or twice. And so seemingly he goes, he's good for about four innings and then they have to take him out. And uh, that eventually that's going to wear out that bullpen. And right. uh, so, so I don't know if maybe he would be turned into a bullpen piece too,
1: or, or what? <laughs> well, you, well, you look at Bundy in the last five games, I just did some quick math and mm-hmm. he's given up 20 runs on 35 hits. So you're averaging four runs, um, on seven and seven hit, on seven hits a game just in the last five games. I just that's yeah, being in yeah. a starting rotation like Bundy is right now. Uh, that's not, that's not looking promising. I mean, he, right now he's got a three and three record and ERA of five fifty seven. Yeah Yeah. Um, only 36 strikeouts. <clears throat> I mean, in, in six, that's six strikeouts, uh, a, uh, uh per record game, so yeah I don't know I'm a little nervous
0: right <laughs> with him in
1: the rotation, especially yeah. especially when he's got he's scheduled to start Thursday night against the Yankees,
0: yeah, he is, yeah, and uh so I guess we'll talk about that um uh, as we Oops, was I not supposed to bring that up? Well, no, you can't. It's fine. But we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll transition into uh, this week. The Twins, Sherry mentioned it, that it's probably maybe the most daunting week of the schedule, really, because they've got to play the uh, team that we have not, that we cannot beat um, for the last 20 years uh, the dang Yankees. And then they got a, and they, after that, they play another great, pretty good team in the Tampa Bay Rays. So hopefully we're wrong, but I I have a bad feeling that this could be another ugly week.
2: Yeah. Um, Well, especially with Gerald Cotton being sent back down, Bailey Ober is hurt now. You know, we just seem to be really lacking in the bullpen, but at the same time, It sounds like a lot of guys should – I mean, I haven't checked the IL or anything like that today, but it sounds like we should have some guys that will be coming back this week, and Josh Winder should be making a turnaround here too at some point. Hopefully he's getting stretched out. So it seems like we haven't heard anything about any of these other guys, and we're still on pins and needles. The team is really good with holding on to this information until like – the day of
0: yep yeah like i i have no i i don't really know like what joe ryan's status is right now if he's still feeling sick or or what um sounded like uh sounded like well it sounds like i've heard carlos correa's been working out so it sounds like yeah
2: his wife's um posted on instagram and he is actually covid free now
0: so his he should be back this week i would think um whether that's tomorrow or not i don't know but um so that'll be a boost obviously and um and then of course we get the four people who couldn't go to canada they'll be back um and um then what else today? Oh, uh, Jorge Alcala, which is somebody we might have, people might have forgot about. <laughs> uh, sounds like he's been making some, he's been, uh, he's actually on his rehab assignment, finally. So he's, his return doesn't seem too far off. And that's a piece we've been missing all year. Yeah um, he Clint right
2: is also so. working in a rehab position coming that- up here.
0: I'm sorry. Who was that? Kenta Maeda
2: is also making yeah. um, his rounds with getting back into a rehab position, which would be awesome.
0: Yeah, we still don't expect him to be back till like September, though.
2: Nope. Um,
0: I mean, that's just the reality of Tommy John surgery. Is it takes a close to a year to recover from that, and then you don't know how effective he's that a guy can be. Um, after a year of not pitching, not even being able to really pick up a baseball and do anything. So that'll be interesting. Hopefully it'll, but that's one I'm not really thinking about too hard because it's, it's, he's been out. He you know, we knew that if he was going to come back, it would be late, late in the year. So, but if if he can, if he could come back earlier, that'd be nice. But, I'm not counting on it. No. Nope. Um, so yeah. So then, and uh, who the Yankees? We gotta see like the top of their rotation, I believe. I know uh, Garrett Cole's gonna pitch. I think either,
1: uh, I think Wednesday. Cole pitches Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Yep. We'll see. Uh, James oh, we'll... James in, game, and one. Tylon Tylon in yep. game one tomorrow. in game one tomorrow, six forty.
0: And then Nestor uh, Cortez, who unfortunately got pulled into a little, tiny bit of controversy this week, um,
1: our, uh shocker, uh, a Yankee getting pulled into controversy. What? Well, it wasn't his fault, though. It was uh, a broadcast. Oh, it's fault. never
0: their fault. No, this time though, it wasn't. It was uh, old Jim Cott used a term he did not. He should not have used, um, but he
1: has apologized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did he use one of those words the, we're not supposed to use on the air?
2: Uh, he he, he called, referenced he, <laughs> an old a, a, an old adage in
1: baseball. Huh? Oh, that oh yeah. Well, then that's definitely
0: not his fault. <laughs> he used a word that rhymes with Nestor. Let's say, and uh, but he oh did.
1: oh yeah 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 I got you.
0: And then, but I guess he did reach out to Nestor and they hashed it out. And I guess even Nestor said he didn't even need to do that. I knew he, I didn't even really know about it or, and I wouldn't have taken that, much really offense to it. He said, anyway, that's what I yeah. saw on Twitter.
2: Yeah. Um, he, he, he knew that he was referencing the, it doesn't make it right, I guess, yeah. but it was really nice to see Nestor come out and say listen we're not going to cancel someone over this we're not going to get upset about it we're just going to move on and when I looked a little bit more into it and I understood what Jim Cott was talking about was more or less it's a person it was a um, an aggressive personality trait for someone who technically attacks the plate or shows up and works hard or puts people Mm -hmm. in their place so you know once someone explained it to him i'm sure he felt like an ass so there really (laughs) was no need for anybody to make it i mean the man is a thousand years old so i i do i did afford him a little bit of grace but hopefully now moving forward he just knows that that's that, we don't say that anymore in 2022. <laughs> so, I mean, they do on South Park, but not on not on MLB <laughs> radio.
1: We don't. Yeah, not in the mainstream media. Joe, Joe, is that the first time we've had a South Park reference on this podcast?
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Okay, from now on, I want at least one per podcast. So, Sherry, <laughs> if you want to work on that, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We to don't, say. I don't have.
1: We need a guy named. Timmy,
0: so we can go.
2: Timmy, Timmy,
1: <laughs> Timmy.
0: <laughs> it's about the only thing I know about that show. I'm not a, never been a person who watched it, but um,
1: you don't know anyway. what you're missing, dude. Oh, I think I've seen it. Don't don't even get me started. That it's <laughs> garbage. Um, okay, get me back on track, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. But let's see. What it, um, I did have some things we should probably talk about um, that we haven't yet. Um, guys, can, can um, Louisa Rise be stopped?
2: No. He's
0: the man's a machine.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic.
0: You know, and like yesterday, I couldn't believe what the Blue Jays were doing. Uh, at least in his first at-bat, they were playing him to pull the ball. I'm like, do you guys not know that he he makes a living of hitting to the opposite field? Yeah. <laughs> they were giving him left field. And then um, Gilberto Celestino, you know, he played yesterday. He's He came back off the COVID list himself. Um, and um, he's basically the right-handed version of Luis Arias. But they were playing him to pull too so he he just hit it to right he would hit it the right to right field so I was put out on their out on Twitter like did the blue Jays not read scouting reports on this
1: these
2: two guys right, exactly <laughs>
1: probably not that wouldn't surprise me if they didn't
0: <laughs> it's just did me. I say well,
2: that <laughs>
0: you did but that's okay um because what it some things I wrote about that I gotta get them up here. Like, um, um, Luis, uh, he's hitting three fifty eight now, and uh, just in this last week, the last seven games, he's hitting three thirty three, and um, his on base percentage for the season is a believe league leading at four forty seven. So. Um, and I think they finally are making a move that they probably should have made a long time ago um, in putting him in the leadoff spot instead of and so switching him and Byron uh, around where Byron's going to bat second now um, because you you really want guys who get on base the most to
1: bat the most.
2: Absolutely. So, yeah. Arias sense.
1: impressed me yesterday in the eight, uh, on Sunday of the eight, six win over Toronto, going a perfect four for four with yep. two runs score. I, I, that my friends just, yeah. that was so awesome. Four yeah, for four could... added in a walk. What yep. a great day for Arias.
0: Yeah. He's man's machine. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, it's just, I I can't remember the last time we had a, a hitter like that. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe back in his prime, a guy okay, I don't like to talk about anymore by the name of Chuck Knobloch might have been like that. But um, let's see. So we, we brought it up. Um, and we can get into the roster moves just before this. I just saw the news break that, uh, Bailey Ogre has been put back on the injured list with a more problems with his groin. Um, and so that's, that's not good, but they did make a small move in that they signed a veteran pitcher guy by the name of Aaron Sanchez. He used to pitch for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays and had some good years. Um, but he he's been having a rough year. He had been pitching for the, uh, the Washington Nationals um, and in their triple A system and with the team. And before he was let go by them, he's been having a really bad year. So maybe a new maybe a. Change of scenery will do him some good, but right now he's he's got an eight eight point three three ERA. He's uh, only striking out eleven percent of the hitters that he faces, so it's kind of a maybe a throw the throw something at a dartboard kind of move, maybe, and hope it works. Um, but. It, that, that's something that just happened today and they also signed a guy uh, named Tyler Thornburg. Um, he's on' a, gonna be on a he's not gonna be put on the roster right now he's going to triple-a uh, st. Paul um, so um, which didn't think about this until the other the other day with all these moves that the twins have had to make with uh, their injuries and with COVID and so all these guys going up and down from AAA, uh, Toby gardenhire has got to be pulling his hair out too. Like, yes, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know who from day to day is going to be on his team. It seems like I bet. Um, so, but I guess that comes with the territory of being a minor league manager. Um, you know, you know that you're you're there to your players are could be gone at any minute um, just like uh, like last Sunday you know he he loses uh, 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 Royce Lewis thinking he's gonna get and gonna get uh, Jose Miranda back but I wonder <laughs> if Jose even got to the ballpark before he found out no you got go back to the gotta go back to, to the majors man because uh, three innings into the guy who to that game, the guy who replaced him, Royce Lewis, gets hurt, so. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was, you know, that one really, I, (laughs) so, I, you know, I get why we brought Royce Lewis up, right, because Carlos Correa was out. Um, I understand the moves, but then they put him in center field, and I just think. For me, at that moment, the ego of the Twins' front office was such that they felt they had no other option than Royce Lewis because he played center field for one game and he was on third base. And I saw it all week long before he came up. Oh, look where Royce Lewis is now. Look where Royce – okay, that's that's great. Like, that's wonderful. So now he comes up and he plays center field – And he gets hurt. I I don't... To me... To me, I feel like that's a big mistake. Because I get that the fans want what they want. I get that the organization has this diamond in the rough. But he had not played center field for the Twins at that point. He had not been in a position where he had been running around out there and whether he missed the warning track or was running too fast whatever i and it's not because i'm a jk fan either like logically in my mind the fact that they brought royce lewis up was just such an egotistical move and i really feel like I hate watching Royce Lewis get hurt, but at the same time, like, sorry, guys, this is, you chose that. That's what you did. And I don't feel bad for the organization as a whole. I feel bad for Royce because he's hurt, but I don't feel bad for the organization.
1: Uh, Let's be real. Sherry's a Tyler Duffy fan.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just bring it, keep him up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, no, I don't, see I guess where you come from because Royce has played center field not very much maybe but he has played center field in the minors um, and he's been getting reps out there Um, it just happened that when he hit the wall this time um, he hit it in such a way that it 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 banged up his knee thankfully not it wasn't, it's not seemingly anything too serious. It was classified as a bone bruise and they haven't, you know, to my knowledge, it hasn't turned out to be anything worse than that. Although mm-hmm. I did learn that that is, uh, that bone that, bruises bone are really bruise painful. Like, really, like one level below a fracture. Yeah. Um, so I don't, we don't know how long he's going to be out. But
2: he did play center field in the minors for a couple of games. He did, but he hadn't played at target field in center field. At that point, he had only been working with Carlos Correa and the shortstop position. And I understand that we need to create a utility player, right? Like there's so many guys on this team and so much talent on this team Mm -hmm. that we're not going to have room for everybody. Right. But then why take your top prospect, even if it's for a game or two? And and now you don't have him anymore for, for for the time being. I mean, I'm not saying he's never gonna come back. I'm just saying, like for the time being, now we don't have him anymore. And we could have made an easier, safer choice just to get us through a game or two. We're not trying to win the championship in May. Well, and that's just my thought, but I'm,
0: I don't know. I was in favor of it and um, I was fine with, with it. And I mean, injuries just are part of the game, unfortunately. They are. Um, So um, it is unfortunate, but I wasn't too upset that because, you know, I believe he's. You know he's proven to be such a good athlete that he, you know, I mean let's not lose sight of the fact that even though he did get hurt, he did catch the ball. He did, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> but so
2: does Byron Buxton.
0: Yeah, but he's hurt. Uh, he's he needs his days off. And uh, oh
1: you know. boy,
0: yeah, no, he does. So he... No,
2: that's okay. We set the standard for the Twins. You're allowed to be a really good player and get paid a lot of money and still get hurt as long as you're really good when you're healthy. It doesn't matter if that's 30 games or 162 games, as long as you're healthy, some of those, if you are really good for just some of those, will still pay you a lot of money. And I feel like that's where we're going with Royce Lewis. I'm not saying he's not worth it. What I'm saying is we can't continue to have really good players who continue to get hurt and not have a team by the time September comes around and call me a pessimist. But that seems like dumb baseball to me.
1: Sherry, you're a pessimist. I am. (laughs) Well, you said calling you a pessimist and (laughs) I just doing, I've always been told when a woman (laughs) tells you what to do, you do it.
0: (laughs) How are you not married? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I'm leaving that alone. Leaving that alone. <laughs> I mean, that's the
0: first lesson. You got the first lesson down, Chris. <laughs> okay. Listen to the wife. Listen to the happy wife, Listen happy
1: life. The... Isn't that what they say?
0: Yep. Yep. Listen to the women in your life. And you'll be all right. Um. So, but I don't know. Just but it does seem like we've had some just some horrible luck or whatever you want to call it with uh, these guys that are supposed to be our top prospects or, you know, starting with um, maybe even before Byron, but Byron's the biggest one where he for years and still can't get out of his own way with getting hurt for whatever reason. Um And uh another guy who, uh you know, now it's hopefully not, but might be Royce who, Hopefully, it's not he doesn't turn into someone who's chronically injured, but but he's you know he did he has had a, a couple of injuries now, uh, one major and one hopefully not so much um, this this current one um, right. and then uh, Alex Kirlov with his wrist issues, um, although let, we can talk about him. I, I think it's not going to be too long before he's back on this team with the way he's been ripping up triple a since being sent down, he's got he's hit, you know, they've been hoping that he can uh, get his uh, power back. That's the reason that, and um, he certainly has, I believe he's, you know, I can't remember how many weeks ago now it was when he got sent down, but he hit six home runs in that time, um, including two yesterday and I saw the replays of those they were monster shots like he had one uh, he hit him like completely out of the park that they played in and in uh they played the Iowa Cubs yesterday and he just he's obliterating obliterating the ball so uh, I don't know if he's not in pain anymore or if he's just finally uh, figured it out that he to play through it but either way he's producing and I uh, I would not be surprised if he's back in the twins uniform, probably maybe even this week. Uh, that's speculation, but I think it's, think it's very possible. And I'll we
2: need happy. all the help we can get. So
0: <laughs> I'll be very happy. Cause um, I'm one who I want to see that, that kid uh, um, just produce and, come through on the promise that, that he's shown. So, um, so, but uh, so what else do we, what else do we want to talk about guys?
2: Well, unfortunately I haven't been around. I don't have anything to talk about, but um, I did hear that we did have um, Jarrell Cotton was sent down, and it sounds like there's some controversy because it sounds like Duffy had either a rough two games or one game or somewhere in there, and <laughs> yeah, Jarrell Cotton got sent down. And so it's kind of a why did we do that if we are struggling with um, – Oh my gosh, with Duffy, but as we talked about when this podcast started, Duffy doesn't have much time left. If he gets sent down, he's DFA'd and then he has yeah. to pass through waivers. And so I gotta are we getting to the point where that just needs to happen?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Cause so I guess I'll fill in the details there. Uh, Drell Cotton was brought up. He was replacing one of the uh, guys, um, uh, either uh, Emilio Pagan or uh, was it his name Trevor McGill, uh, mm-hmm. who he, they couldn't go to Canada because they're not vaccinated. So Drell was put on the team for the series with the Blue Jays. Uh, he pitched. And he pitched well the time that they asked him to, uh, that he was put in the game. And then uh, Tyler Duffy yesterday um, was put in the game in an eight to three game in the ninth inning and gave up three runs uh, and uh, had to be and was removed uh, so that and uh, the Twins were able to then hold on to it an eight to six lead. Um, so that's, but as far as Duffy goes, um, I don't know. I, I, I wonder if his time with the, with the twins is short at this point. Uh, I, you know, he's been on the team a long time. So, um, and so he's got some major league experience. Um, and um, so, like you said, Cherry, he if he was uh, to be removed from the twenty-five man or what twenty-six man roster, yeah, whatever
2: uh, we're at now.
0: Yeah, twenty-six, I think, is what it. Anyway, Uh he, um, and they would try to send him to the minors. They wouldn't be able to. Directly, he'd have to be designated for assignment, which would expose him to waivers, which means any team could have them if they want. Um, Not sure who would, but uh, but they could, and the Twins wouldn't get anything back. Um, But if he cleared waivers, then he could be uh, sent to AAA, or he'd have the choice of becoming a free agent at this point. Um, and then he wouldn't be a, a twin anymore. Um, so that's that's you know those are the things that could happen to him. Or he maybe they could just flat out release him. I don't know if that if that's what would happen to. Um, but I don't know if they would take that that drastic of a step or if they would just do their darndest to not have him pitch high-leverage situations like the ninth inning because he pitches, like, the sixth inning or maybe even the seventh inning. He seems to never have a problem doing that. That's when it's, a like, an eighth or a ninth inning is when we start biting our nails. Right. Like, you know, that's... So, like, any idea that he would be uh, the closer, he put that to bed. We know, um, when he blew his first save opportunity. Um, so I don't know if it, if it really is just a head thing with him where he, um, uh, can't put it out of his mind that he's winning it is. I don't know. Uh, you know, and the only reason that they brought in him or they had him in is because they had, uh Johan Duran, he played, he pitched the eighth inning, and I believe it's because they had more, uh, the, because of where the Blue Jays were in the lineup, um, is why they had him in there then and not as a closer that day. Um, uh, You know, and I think, how much longer do you guys think it's going to be before they just say Duran is the closer, or do you think? That they're still maybe having ideas that he's maybe next year they're going to try to stretch him out and make him one of our starters.
2: Um, Chris got disconnected, evidently, but. Um, oh, did he? Oh. Yeah, he did. He just oh. sent a message. Um, personally, I'm not. I would like to see um, Duran continue to close. He seems to be just outstanding. Standing in short spurts I'm not sure where he would be if he had to slide into a starting position of course it's all um subjective right you have to relearn things Josh Winder went from starting for his entire baseball career through college and Rocco had him start um with long relief And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's a matter of their routine and um, how they prep for the day and how they get ready. And I do believe that Duran appears to be someone who has enough control and who has enough discipline that if he needed to be a starter, um, it might take some time, but he possibly could get there. I just don't think after losing Taylor Rogers, we have a strong closer and I really wouldn't want to lose him in that position unless yeah. we had something else.
0: Yeah. I mean, you hate to lose a guy you know, or take a guy uh, who can throw 103 miles an hour <laughs> uh, out of a closing position. Cause you know, that, You know, because maybe if he was converted into a starter, he wouldn't be able to throw that hard because he'd have to last longer, whereas he can just let it, air, you know, air it out as a closer because he's only going to be in there an inning or two. Um, So uh, that's uh, that's, uh, really uh, a tough one.
2: It is. It's tough because you hate to lose – any player in a strong position like that. But then at the same time, you also know that you're really not going to make it. If you don't start looking at that starting position again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So that we just know this, it won't, that won't be something that will be happening until next season. Anyway, this season, he's going to be in the bullpen. Absolutely. So he, they're not gonna. They, there's just no time to stretch him out and uh, turn him into a starter. They, so he's gonna be in the bullpen. That's something just to see what if they do anything to him next year. Um, and um, so that'll be. It's just something to think about in the future there. Um, and then what What else did I have here? That I sent you guys. There we go. Um, So, yeah, I guess I've talked about everything I thought about. Um, So, I guess here's something I thought of. Do you um, like these? these, um, like how into saber metrics are you?
2: <laughs> I am learning more. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I am learning more and understanding why people use them. Um, okay. I am more of a small ball person, so I could care less, like, how much velocity you want exit velocity you want on a ball to hit a home run. I prefer small ball. I prefer um, piece mailing things together so that they um, can actually get runs like the twins have been lately. But I also understand that sabermetrics and velocity and all that fun, pretty number stuff makes it more exciting for the fans.
0: Yeah. Well, and the only reason I brought it up is because I was, I was, um, uh... Uh, looking at you know, Gio or Shella.
2: Oh God, he's you know, amazing.
0: Well, yeah, but did you know that he's he's like like his defensive war somehow is zero. Like really, he's not a negative or a positive somehow. That's
2: um, insane.
0: And that's like how how am I supposed to buy that?
2: <laughs> yeah that's
0: I, I watch this man every day um, and then I saw something like they have what's called ultimate zone rating mm-hmm. and his is in a negative number and I'm like huh what
2: is that stat
0: I don't know exactly everything it means but I, I don't know if it's all about just like ground you cover or or what um it sounded really complicated but he's got a negative ultimate zone rating and I like what are we um
2: uh, well i guess if, yeah uh, i guess if that's a good I, that might be a good thing i mean <laughs>
0: not well it's it's not which is weird because uh, i think john Goss donaldson the guy he's you know obviously he's replacing is on the plus side, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know. So I'm like, I just can't figure it out, like, because to me, when I watch them, I, I feel like Geo is better than Josh at defense at this point.
2: I feel uh, the same, and unfortunately, but the and we're stats don't bear that out. Huh? No, I don't think stats, and that's what I was gonna say. Unfortunately, I don't stats do show something but I don't think they ever tell the whole story and so that's why for me it's hard to get behind them and say oh yep see he's got that much um, wins above replacements or he's got that much exit velocity or he's got that um, grade of slugging percentage and on-base percentage Mm -hmm. like I understand where that helps in a game or Helps to understand things, but i I don't always think they tell the full story, and right. yeah, so it's kind of interesting, and it doesn't shock me that Gio Urshela would have really amazing stats, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I am curious to read a little bit more about them.
0: Yeah, so they're act- I'm surprised they're not unbelievable. They seem to be underwhelming, is so what <laughs> yeah. is what I'm was what they're leading me to believe and i'm like this is where i believe more in the eye test
2: yes well, exactly like
0: apparently there's no stat that quantifies a guy a guy throwing across a diamond from his butt
2: <laughs> there really isn't apparently. and i agree the eye test is definitely when it comes to Gio Urshela and gary sanchez the eye test truly is the golden ticket
0: yeah yeah, we can talk about him too. He's been uh, Gary, you know. His batting average isn't high, but I still say he's been a pleasant surprise for the Twins this year, especially on the defensive side. You know, he had a reputation for being a terrible catcher, um, but he has not shown that at all this year. I don't think
2: you know. I don't think I don't think he has, and. I know that Jeffers is in a little bit of a slump right now, well, in a lot of bit of a slump right now. But, um, yeah, Gary has proven to be an amazing um, surprise. And I, what I was really excited when we got him, and I was I didn't know anything about him, really, or Gio Shella for that matter, because they're Yankees. But I do remember when I was looking at, into him, I got immediately excited because he is a powerhouse and he is a great hitter and I do think that it was hard for him being in New York and he got a bad rap from the fans and the organization and just didn't have the people to work with and I think he's doing great here. I really do.
0: Yeah. I... Yeah, I mean, he had a couple of rough years. You know, he came up, he had all these, uh, he was one who had um, all this um, hype that he was the next great Yankee hitter, and uh, that didn't work out. He's had a couple of rough years. I think he's had a couple of injuries too. Um, And so maybe getting out of New York was what he needed at this point. And, uh, um, thankfully that's worked out for the twins. Um, and, uh, um, it's pretty much worked out for the Yankees too. I mean, you know, the guys that the twins gave up are doing pretty well for them. Yeah. Except that, um, Josh Donaldson's up to his old tricks and kind of disrupting the clubhouse with stuff he's done. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that at all, but. uh,
2: I I do think that I do believe that Josh Donaldson definitely made a snotty comment, whether he thought it was funny or not. It doesn't matter what the intent is. If someone's upset by it, not even offended. If you bothered someone by it, then the intent doesn't matter. Um, I do think that Josh Donaldson is unfortunately someone who has behavior issues, and we do see it, and we do know it. And I think he just got comfortable with the Yankee mentality, possibly, and decided that he could act however he wanted to act. and he did
1: (laughs)
0: well i mean it's not even a a yankee thing for me he's just always been that guy
2: yeah that's what my husband says too he's always been that guy
0: he's you know it's probably why one reason he's played for more than one team you know um and of course i saw him have a statement where he said he's he's Always been a good teammate, and I almost laughed out loud.
2: Yeah, that's not uh, that's not uh, accurate, sir. And uh, I really do feel that he brought us down the seasons he was with us. Not in a well, yeah, I guess in a game fashion too, but in a morality fashion. He's just you could tell the mood changed when he left.
0: I mean, who was it? Uh, um, was it yeah? It was Max, wasn't it? He. He didn't say his name specifically, but he he, after they won a game, uh, he uh, he said, you know, he likes the vibe in this clubhouse a lot better than than uh, the last year or two. And uh, I was like, and this was right after Josh did what he did. He t- <laughs> That's to right, it was. So I'm like, yes! he did, he, I'm like, you didn't say his name. But we all know who you're talking about.
2: Right, exactly. And I do think that overall, Uh, uh, we do have a problem with tolerance in the clubhouse, and we've seen that lately with some of the Rays players and with Josh Donaldson. And, you know, baseball's already not doing so hot on its own. And to allow – to allow people like Josh Donaldson to make statements like that or act the way that he does, you know, it's kind of, we're, we're not going to have inclusivity in baseball, which is sad because we need it right now. (laughs) We really, really need baseball to say we include everybody. We don't, condone these behaviors we don't allow these things to happen and when they do happen it's a little bit frustrating but i for one i'm glad that donaldson is gone and i never thought i'd say that in a million years because i used to love the guy but now i'm just like oh, oh my god i'm so glad he's gone
0: <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll admit it when they when they actually signed him uh, two years ago i was kind of pumped because i knew you know he is a great ball player, whether he's a great person or not, he is a great right. ball player. Um, and he has, he plays with an edge to him. Um, and I, at the time I thought, well, maybe that's exactly what this team needs. Um, turned out that, that edge is that he's just a butthead. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: exactly. Um, that's exactly what he is.
0: You know? Um, so, um, so it didn't work out. I mean, he's the only guy I've ever seen that, and I think I brought this up last week, but he's the only guy I've ever seen who, um, and you'll remember this, He, in when they played the White Sox when he was with the Twins, he, he got a pitch called a strike on him. Did not like it one bit. Um, but and so he argued with the umpire, but then he got back in the box. Next pitch, he hits out for a home run, and so you think, okay, everything's good. He, you know, he got it, got a hit, got a home run. But yep. no, as soon as he crosses home plate, he, he has to make another point about that pitch and gets himself thrown out of the game. Yep. I've never. I'm like,
2: you just hit a home run. What do you, might drop it? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he definitely is a man-child, so it <laughs> doesn't really shock me. Mm. But I am kind of excited um, to see where this week goes with the trading of the Twins players and obviously the most amazing shortstop we've ever had, Isaiah kenner and how he's doing out there, and after leaving the Twins for being with us for approximately 17 hours (laughs) um (laughs) did he even get a uniform (laughs) I don't think so um so I'm really kind of excited because these are two clubhouses that definitely got shook up and some happy Yankee fans some happy Twins fans and vice versa so this is going to be a I think (laughs) one of the bigger series of the season, but I'm really excited to see how the changing in the clubhouse really plays out, so to speak. And I'm glad that it's at home.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm still, you know, the pessimistic Minnesota fans going to come out and maybe hear those that there's just um, something that's been going on for 20 years or so where it's like, we're not allowed to beat the Yankees. Right. So I'm expecting them to get swept. I, oh, I hate to even say it, but you know, I'm just, that's what I've come to expect at this point. Just like, can we just not play those games? Give them their three wins. and <laughs> Let's move on.
2: I would just like to move on from this. <laughs>
0: You know, let's, let's just, let's just move on. We don't have, we can just rest our players. and
2: <laughs> Take a and three day sabbatical. Bring, and
0: then bring in, let's just have our all-star break now. <laughs> <laughs> have a second all-star break and then we can take on the Rays this weekend. Uh, Cause we actually have a shot against them, even though they're a good team. Yeah. They don't yeah. have a curse.
2: <laughs> exactly they, we're not cursed with them
0: you know so but that's yeah so this like this is going to be I don't want to because I guess I didn't look who the White Sox are playing Um, could do that right now but um, they uh, they're uh, they're not you know we still got a cushion where even if this is a bad week we sh- shouldn't fall out of first place Ooh. Um Unless White Sox are playing the
2: Dodgers.
0: They're playing the Dodgers? Okay. Yep. I feel a lot better about that then. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: ju- we just need everything to go to according to plan, which is them losing and us winning.
0: Yep. Yep. I'll I'll uh take that week here really? that they the yeah. uh, same time we're playing. Yep, they're playing at the same time. We're playing Yankees. And who do yep. they got this weekend? Here we've got the Diamond, or we got the Rays. Who do they? They've have? got they Texas got
2: the, and Detroit.
0: Uh, the White Sox have to go to. They got the Rangers this weekend. Um, so I don't know that the Rangers aren't very good. So uh, um, hopefully the Twins. Don't, but they've got what a four and a half or four game, five game lead. So four then,
2: and a half, I believe, right now.
0: So they should be okay. Um, and uh, then they get then the week after this, they they play a team that's actually been kind of disappointing. They play the Mariners, and then um, then uh, after that, they go to Arizona to play the Diamondbacks. So little bit easier schedule after this week again um so we just gotta see how this week goes don't we
2: yeah <laughs> we do i'm really excited
0: week. you'll be excited i'll be sitting here being mr pessimist because i'll uh, i i just anytime i i give up whenever they play the Yankees. i'm sorry they've just beaten they've beaten the life out of me <laughs>
2: Well, I will carry on the positive attitude for us, and I look forward to yeah. recapping allowed, this week. Yes.
0: And You're allowed to shove it in my face if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, which oh, I'll,
2: ha- I'll happily be wrong. That that's good. That works. That absolutely works. <laughs>
0: I'll happily, I'll happily be wrong. I'll ha- if they can destroy the Yankees, I'll be one of the happiest men on earth. And uh, there's a if I if I knew him better, I. would. Uh, there's a guy who works um, in Grand Forks here. He's like one of the major radio voices of this town, and he somehow is a Yankees fan, even though he's from North Dakota. Um, if I knew him better, I would rub it in his face. If if the Yankees lose this upcoming series, even, and he, of course he would come back with, "It's June, man," and be like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Yeah, have my... I'm just
2: wait. I'm Let waiting me... for the their fans That's... to say this is our World Series. But damn it, we will take it.
0: Let me have my joy.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: You can't take my joy away from me. <laughs> ah, so, well, I don't know. I think we may have run the gamut here. Is there anything else you can think of that you would want to discuss? No, I at think all?
2: this is the uh, perfect perfect way to end it and come back to it when it's when it's the end of our uh, our series next week our two series next week and I really look forward to recapping those and really hoping that we have an opportunity to um <laughs> come back with some positive news
0: yeah right I I do too I um you yeah. know I I, and I, re, what I really hope besides that is that we're coming to a point where we're going to get our big, some of our big guns back in that lineup. Uh, especially like, uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, especially like a Carlos Correa, um, you know, I you know. Jermaine Palacios has played a nice week or whatever he's been with the team, but, um, uh, Let's get the guy who's making thirty-five million back, right? Ab-
2: <laughs> absolutely, the guy um, that we
0: were so excited to get back. That we need him, you
2: know. We absolutely do. And if you have a chance, anybody that's listening, go read Twins Daily. Matthew Taylor just posted an article on why we need to rest Buxton. So go ahead and. Read that and see if you agree with Matthew Taylor and I would do that. I finally am getting back to writing this week, so I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, you've had a rough week, I guess. Yes, yes. My body
2: decided it was time to shut me down for a little bit, I guess. (laughs) So Uh, well Yeah.
0: Yeah, when you told me you hadn't watched a game in what about nine or ten days. I was like, Yeah. Wow, well, that's bad if you can't even watch, stand to watch <laughs> game
2: I couldn't even yeah, I couldn't. I slept probably for nine or ten of those days as well. And well, it was um yeah, but it was I've, rough.
0: I've been I've been there maybe not for that long a period, but I had to have uh I had a tumor on my kidney a couple of years ago, so they had to take that out and Um, in the recovery process for a little while there, I was in enough pain where, um, I just had the, it was spring training, so it really didn't matter, but, uh, I just had the, whenever the twins were televised, I had it on just for noise. I really didn't care what was going on. (laughs) Thankfully it was, it was spring training, so it wasn't games that counted, but you know, it's just my wife was was kind of worried about me like yeah wait you you don't care that they're playing
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're not not watching baseball it's it you know something's wrong
0: (laughs) yeah and then that was about this that was the same time that the the vikings uh made a in my opinion a huge financial mistake in signing Kirk Cousins but that's a whole different podcast.
2: Oh, that's a whole so, different podcast. So,
0: yeah, all right. Well, we'll let you go here and uh thank you guys for whoever tunes in and uh rate, subscribe, share this podcast. You can read um that article that Sherry just mentioned and any stuff that she's going to post on twinsdaily.com. Uh She's always good at, at what she does. And uh, can uh, follow her on Twitter and um, Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, she, all that information will be in the outro of this podcast. So uh, uh, hope you all have a good week, and I hope we're ecstatic about talking about our
2: team next week. Absolutely. Everybody have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. Take it easy, Sherry.
2: You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Twins Nation podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, just search for Twins Nation podcast. On Twitter, we're at, at Twins Nation pod. You can follow each of the podcasters individually on Twitter. Chris is at WZFG. Chris Sherry is at MN Soda, as in Minnesota, MN Soda Sports Gal. Daniel is at Gunder Bathgate. And Joe is at Big Joe gun.